Thank you for joining us today. Our passage for today comes from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. Ask anyone in the military or anyone who is serious about physical fitness, and they'll tell you that the thing that stops you from pressing beyond your limits is not your physical strength. It's not your physical endurance. It's your mind. The thing that is stopping you from running the extra mile or lasting out in the cold or bench pressing that extra plate is not the tissues that make up your muscles or your genetics. It's your brain telling you, you can't do this. It's too hard. Give up. The first step to having a breakthrough to doing something really hard is convincing yourself, I can do something really hard. Because what we do is always informed by what we think. This doesn't happen very often, but these verses that we just read literally stopped me in my metaphorical tracks as I was reading my Bible this week. Because I've been part of some conversations recently about how to have victory over different sins in our lives. And the Bible has a lot to say about having victory over sin. David hid God's word in his heart that he might not sin against God, so scripture memory. Uh, Jesus told his followers, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Or if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off, meaning we need to be ruthless in our fight with sin. The stakes are high. Paul says, thanks be to God that he will deliver us from these bodies of death we inhabit, meaning that true victory only comes from God and his grace. But part of the answer and how we fight sin is found in these verses. One of our weapons in the fight against sin is a way of thinking that Peter describes here. The book of 1 Peter is primarily about suffering, that we shouldn't think it strange when hardship comes our way, that we should count it joy. And Peter is saying here that a mindset that accepts the possibility, even the probability of suffering as a normal part of the Christian life, is one that leads to freedom from sin. It says he has ceased from sin, like it's already happened. There is a direct correlation between how we think about suffering in our victory over sin. Well, why would that be the case? Because if I recognize that my ultimate happiness is not tied to the here and now, to my wealth and my health, to my prosperity and comfort in this life, the temptations to sin that might bring some fleeting pleasure lose their appeal. Because that's all that sin is. It's an illegitimate means to achieve something we think will bring us happiness. Suffering reminds us that this world is broken and is not our home. If I recognize that every circumstance in this life is part of God's shaping me to make me more like his son, preparing me to live in eternal joy with him forever, I'm not focused on how to make myself feel better by any means necessary now. now that's not to say that we go put ourselves in harm's way intentionally so we can kill our sin. And it's not to say that we won't still make bad choices and mess up and fall short. But we will begin to experience more and more freedom from what Peter calls human passions, so that we might live more fully for God. And that is the only true path to joy. Why do we save for retirement? 
We set aside some of our now money so that we can invest in our future, so that we can live better later. The same is true for our eternity. Being prepared to give up some of our now happiness, being prepared for some current suffering, means that we might invest in our eternity with Jesus by the way that we live today. We fight sin with the Word of God. We fight sin by being ruthless. We fight sin with the recognition that only by God's grace can we walk in greater holiness. And we fight sin by our thoughts, by having a mindset that is ready for whatever God will bring our way, including suffering, for His glory and our good forever. God, help us to recognize that this world is not our home. God, that our ultimate joy and happiness is found in you alone. And that the temptations that come our way are death. They're here to rob us of our joy, of our walking with you, of our ability to live more fully for you. So God, help us to have minds that are saturated by your word, that are ready for whatever you bring our way, so that we might live with and for you more fully. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.